Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Fire God, lift and jiggle. Good morning, everyone. (laughs) That's an inside joke from my neighbor, John. So, John, hope you were listening. And welcome inside Sports Radio 93.7, The Fan. This is the Bob Pompiani Show. We're here for the next two hours. Nicholas Callis is behind the glass. He'll be handling the ones, twos, and your calls. Let me know what you think about what's going on in sports. We have a lot to get into. Our show is brought to you by the good people of Number One Cochrane. Go one better ride in style. How about PNC Bank? Make today the day and check out virtual uh, wallet on PNC Bank. It makes your life a lot easier. Trust me, it's much better than trying to do it yourself, especially if your math skills are not polished <laughs> like I fall into that category. Also, big thank you to Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. They got your back, not your wallet. Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone is talking about. Go there to watch sports and have a great vibe in there. They got all sorts of stuff going on at Iron Rock Tap House and Ireland Contracting, home of the nightly sports call. Every night of the week on Pittsburgh CW, seven nights a week, as well as on 93.7 The Fan, when available to simulcast. All right, the number to call here is 412-928-9370. We have a lot going on today. This is NHL Free Agency Day. It begins at noon, and there are still three questions to be answered for the Pittsburgh Penguins. What do they do with Tristan Jari? What do they do with Brian Dumoulin? What do they do with Jason Zucker? This gets a little bit more complicated, given the fact that they acquired Riley Smith this uh, week in the pre-draft trade, but at age 32, he adds to a group of 32-year-olds and 35-year-olds and 36-years-old, and he's a very good player. There's no question about that. He had a big role in the Vegas Golden Knights and their success winning a Stanley Cup, and he can be very valuable here. But the question is, how much does that impact what goes on with money spent with other guys? Uh, whether that's Dumoulin, Zucker, or Jari. And if you're looking for options, if they decide not to take Tristan Jari, whose asking price reportedly is $6 million a year. That's too high for me. I'd still like to keep him if the, it was a $4.5, $5 million, maybe two-year deal, whatever. But if you're looking at free agency guys like Simeon Varlamov are out there, Cam Talbot, Anton Kedobin, Jonas Corposalo, people like that. They've been around, you know, around as one-year guys. We saw what happened 
with some of those guys last year, Frederick Anderson, for example, Antti Ranta, they split time. And it seems like you're going to need two goaltenders. So I think Kyle Dubas has got his work cut out for him today to try to figure out, again, how to put one foot in the present and another foot in the future. Very difficult to achieve that. But he has a big class of incoming guys who are going to be part of this, starting with Braden Yeager. Not Yager, Yeager. There's already been a Yager here, and hopefully Yager will get his uh, jersey retired this year. But Braden Yeager... 14th overall pick. He was looked at as the 11th ranked North American skater by the Central Scouting Service. A guy who's very good playing for the Moose Jaw Warriors. And anytime you play at Moose Jaw or Guelph in Canada, uh, I'm going to be a fan. Uh, so hopefully this guy, he's kind of smallish in stature, 5'7", 170, but he can skate and he can do a lot of good things. He's an aggressive forechecker. We'll see. You're not going to see any of these guys they've got for the next two or three years, which makes it more difficult to, I think, get stuff done now with a nucleus that they have. But that free agent period begins at noon today. We'll be keeping an eye on it. Anything develops, we'll certainly let you know. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. The Pirates are red hot. And last night, just when you thought they were doomed, 7-3, to three, a lot of people were walking out of the building. Uh, Josh Roundtree told me he saw them leave. And if you left, you missed one of the best finishes. You know, last year there was a, there was a game where – same situation where Jacob Stallings hit a grand slam in the bottom of the ninth um, to win a game. And if you leave sometimes early, you're going to be in for uh, certainly a, a situation where you're going to miss something good. And that was one of the best finishes of the season so far, right up there with Jiwon Bay with his walk-off home run. So the Pirates still, you know, right in the thick of things, and you wonder what's going to happen when the trade deadline comes around. Before that, however, it is the draft and we're about a week away. We went through this NHL draft, and now you have, of course, the baseball draft, and the Pirates have the number one pick. So the question would be, who do you pick? This question has been asked a lot. We've been talking about it a lot. Uh, Dylan Cruz, a five-tool guy. Paul Skeens, a generational-type pitcher. If you look at what the Pirates have, they have some good young people. Hopefully they'll continue to progress. Um, now that Davis is up here, now that Gonzalez is up here, they are going to have a little bit of a situation and maybe some lineup uh, decisions to make when Choi gets back. He's supposed to be back sometime soon. And then Reynolds right around the corner. And, of course, Key Brian Hayes eventually will be back too. So you're going to have to make three guys available to move on, down, wherever you're going to put them when those three come back. It certainly would help, though, if, um, again, I keep hammering on this note, though. I'd love to see Davis catch. I want to see what he has. If – he becomes an everyday catcher for the Pirates, or at least someone they can rely on in that position. It opens up an outfield spot. If you're interested in Dylan Cruz, that would make more sense to get Davis behind the plate. But these are situations that don't seem to be happening too much. So uh, I, on the record, have taken Dylan Cruz. That's going to be my pick. I like five-tool guys, play out there pretty much every day. I think he could be a tremendous asset to this lineup. I understand those who want skeins. I understand why. Uh, but, you know, you got – there's so many pitchers that you knew, and this would increase your argument if you want Paul Skeens because you got to go through so many just to get five that you can rely on. Uh, you can't anticipate. You, you think Ronzi Contreras is going to be a good player for you, and he still might be, but he's having nothing but problems as a starter this year. That was a guy you thought would help you this year, uh, and hopefully he will in the future, but you can't count on it. guy like Skeens, it looks like you can count on, and hopefully he'll stay injury-free if he gets here and they take him, uh, and that could be a big asset to the top of your starting rotation. A lot of interesting decisions, and I'd love to hear from you at 412-928-9370. 
Uh, also, a little shout-out and a congrats to Cam Johnson, our lady of the Sacred Heart. He's from Moon Township, went to Pitt, transferred to UNC. He gets a four-year, $108 million deal from the Brooklyn Nets. So that's how you cash in Cam Johnson. Been part of a big trade that happened there when they dealt Kyrie Irving to Dallas, and then he gets a three-year, $126 million deal to stay there, which is a little surprising. But if you look at what they gave up to get him, Guys like Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, they gave up a first two seconds. Uh, if they had lost Irving, I don't know what they would have done down there to compliment Luka Doncic. Although when those two played together last year, they were like 2-11. and 11. So who knows how it works with uh, NBA and uh, chemistry on teams. 412-928-9370. Let's get to the lines, beginning with the counselor who's first up this morning. Hello, counselor. How are you? Happy 4th of July, by the way. You too. Thank you. Yeah, um, I'm with you on the Dylan Cruz thing. I think uh, Skeens was used too much in, in the World Series. I mean, in the you know the, the tournament, he had to throw 125 pitches in one game. The good thing was for the third game they didn't have to use him on short rest. Right. I I just think I just think that his arm. I I hope it is as solid as they all say it is. I just I'm too worried about a, a uh, Tommy John down the road. Well, I mean that's a concern to everyone. I don't know you can quote live in your fears for that though, counselor. You get a situation where uh, you either believe in the talent or you don't. And if he's a generation type pitcher who can come up here and be, you know, in the Garrett Cole, Steven Strasburg, all those comparisons have been made. I, I think that you, whatever they do, they're going to have a good pick. But. Right. Uh, I'm not going to let I, that. I agree, I'm not going to let worrying about day. an injury determine whether or not I take a guy. I'm just not going to do that. Well, I'm I'm just looking at it from this standpoint. Jacob Degrom got uh, Tommy John this year, and he signed a fifty million dollar contract for Texas Rangers, and he was supposed to be a hell of a pitcher too. Well, you, you can know? get it early in your career. You can get it like Justin Verlander late in your career. I mean, it can when you throw a lot of pitches, your arm's not used to that. I get it. But you need those kinds of, you know, especially if the Pirates are not going to spend in free agency the kind of money it takes to get a, you know, a really good pitcher, a young pitcher who has a lot of upside and it's going to cost a hundred million plus. They're not going to do that apparently. So, you know, the best way to do it is get a guy like this, bring him in. You yeah, have well, I agree. Of him for but six I'm years. still along the lines years, of, actually. I mean, whoever they get is it going to be a good pick. It, it's you know, the, the difference is very close. But I would, if I'm going to. Let's assume we're talking about down the road after their arbitration everything. I think you can justify spending a fair amount of money on a five-tool player who's going to play every day as opposed to a free, which they don't want to do anyway, free agent, you know. Well, whatever. Uh, I mean, to me, and thanks for the call, Counselor, it's a really good pick to have because you get the, the choice of two of the best guys available to you. So it's a good year to be at the top of the draft. Um, I would also not let anything in the way of Scott Boros bother me at all. If it, I don't care who he represents. If you like the player, you go after the player. You don't worry about the agent. All right, Chuck in Uniontown, who's always got a rational voice when it comes to the Pirates. Although, Chuck, i got to say, this has been an up-and-down season. When it's up, it's good. When it's down, it's real down. Yeah, that's true. But first of all, Bob, let me wish you a happy Bobby Bonilla day. <laughs> That's right. Another check of $1,193,422.24. You know, Bobby Bonilla has to be a big fan of Buckman Turner Overdrive. You know, it's the work that we avoid. We, 
We're all self-employed. We love to work at nothing all day. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, Bob, I am still for Dylan Cruz. I, I've always been for Dylan Cruz. Now, mind you, if it is schemes, I will get behind, you know, I'm going to be a fan regardless. But as I said before, when the pirate organization was at its zenith, it was known as a hitting rich organization. The lumber company, you know, way back in the seventh, you know, I, I might have told you this before, the 25-year period between 1955 and 1980, when there were three world championships, it, the pirate organization was marked by great inning. And again, a, a player like Dylan Cruz can help you seven days a week. I mean, he's in there every day. And I also wanted to ask you this. What is the perception of the pirate? Do you have any idea what the perception of the pirate organization is by other other teams around the National League? Well, I think most people believe, and thank you for the call, Chuck. Uh, always good to hear from you. Uh, I think people think it's an up-and-coming organization, and you better not take them lightly because those who have done that have lost uh, as they were 10-2 and two against the teams that have the highest payrolls of anyone. So, uh, the, you know, you look around baseball, there are not too many teams that are running away with anything right now. Um, Tampa started off that way. They've kind of gotten back to normal, uh, but they built up some insulation with that quick start of theirs. So has Baltimore. But, you know, these are teams that are capable, and if you give them enough, uh, you know, direction in their organization, and Ben Charrington has made some good trades. He's also added to his farm system. Again, this is the time where you need to start seeing the results of that farm system, and I think as long as they improve this year, I think teams around the league know that this, it can be a dangerous team to play. Um, so they're going to go out west and take on the Dodgers. The Dodgers should look at them <laughs> the same way because the Pirates have owned the Dodgers. And that's not putting it lightly. They have owned the Dodgers here in the last, what, year and a half, even though that doesn't sound right. 412-928-9370. That's the number to call. Pirates coming up today against the Brewers. Game two. It's the North Shore Tavern leadoff show with Josh Roundtree at 3 today. Game is at 4.05. Let's go to Kurt in Houston, Pennsylvania. What's up, Kurt? How are you? Hey, Bob. Great to talk to you. It's like talking to the President of the United States. <laughs> hey, hey, Bob. What I was wondering... Who did they draft number one last year? Where's he at, and how's he doing? Well, he's down in single A. You're talking about Tamar Johnson. He's, you know, I don't know how many years away he is removed from this. They got a lot of people to play infield right now. You know, if you look at Tupacana, uh, Tucapita Marcano, you look at Castro, you look at Cruz, of course, who's going to be the guy there. And he needs to get back, and when he does – this potentially could be a really good hitting lineup. I think Davis's presence has helped people like McCutcheon and vice versa and Santana. Uh, I think, you know, that that guy's – it's going to be a few years before you see him. But that's okay because that's how it works, um, especially when you're younger. You have to go through, you know, the, the organization, learn whatever you got to learn. These college kids, you know, you can make a case they can come up and play right now. And I would make the case for a guy like Skeens. Well, I, I agree with you there. I I think that um, uh, where where is our um, lowest depth in its pitching? We have so many uh, young hitters who have a great upside to them, and we keep 
bad more and more. And, and last night we had two really good uh, young players who sat on the bench because there wasn't any place to put them. And one of them, when he got in in the ninth inning, he started to rally. Yeah, it's nice to have a surplus of people to do that. Kurt, thank you so much for the call. You know, this is why I think Davis needs to catch. I need you got to create positions, you know, for others in the outfield. And certainly it's nice to know he can play outfield if need be. I want his bat in the lineup, but the best place for him to be for them, I think, is that catcher. Now, if he's not good enough, okay, then people will see he's not good enough if you stick him out there. If At some point, you got to give him a try, though, don't you? It seems to me that the reluctance to do that tells me that you know they have absolutely no confidence. And I, and I would not want to show that to a young kid. I mean, he was drafted to be a catcher. That's what he did in college. He was good at it. You know, next year, year after, you're not going to have to worry about pitch framers because, you know, the electronic strike zone will be here. If that's the case, then why wouldn't he be able to go back there? I want to create spots, especially if they take a guy like Cruz, to be in an outfield with uh, Reynolds, Sawinski, or whoever else you may view as an outfielder of the future. 412-928-937 to squeeze in Walt and Greensburg before we take our first break of the morning. What's up, Walt? Go ahead, Walt. Hello, Bob. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, uh, the Pirates hitting. Uh, it's been better here lately. And I thought all along when their hitting was bad that those guys were pressing to the point where they were just over-swinging, trying to kill the ball, trying to hit it to Latrobe. And it just seems like in the last week, maybe Andy Haynes has got to him. And then, you know, you know, Walker and uh, what's his name, uh, the other uh, guy, play-by-play guy that played baseball, they always talk about shorting the swings, shorting the swings. And that's what I'm talking about. Like Hayes has this wor- whirly bird type of swing, like a helicopter for crying out loud. He can be a 300 hitter if he cut that swing down. What do you think? I don't know if he'll ever be a 300 hitter. Well, thanks for the call. I think he is what he is. In in, in the minor leagues, you got a big sample size of what he was capable of doing as an offensive player. His defense is extremely elite, as you know. Uh, as, as long as he can, if he can hit 250 and drive in 75 to 80 runs, I think that's a win-win if you're looking at both offense and defense. I'm not, you know, they tweak with those swings all the time. Every hitter in baseball, even the best of them, go through these kinds of slumps. He was hot there for about a week and a half, Hayes, then he got injured. So I'll be anxious to see what he does when he comes back. We will find that out. 412-928-937. We have Kurt. We have Junior. We have a lot more lines open for you at 412-928-9370. Hit me up on Twitter. It's at KD Pump. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's a holiday weekend, Saturday in Pittsburgh, kind of a overcast day. So the Pirates will play this afternoon at 4.05. On this Bobby Bonilla Day, for those of you who celebrate the Bobby Bonilla Day, Get yourself a nice Mai Tai, sit back, and you can also enjoy his 13th installment of 1.193 million. He gets it every July 1st. This has happened since the year 2000. The Mets basically did not want to pay him for that season. So, okay, so he said, fine, we'll do a deferred plan. So far, since the year 2000, on every July 1st, he makes $1.2 million, essentially. They've paid him $15 million and will still owe him $13 million more for the next 12 years to not play in the year 2000. Very good decision by Bobby Bonilla, who's now 60 years old, and that's a nice little retirement package. Also want to hear what you think about the City Connect uniforms. Now they're 2-0. and I tweeted this morning that they're kind of growing on me. I didn't like them at first with the helmet specific. But the, the color scheme brings me back to the 1970s and 80s and, and that sort of stuff. So uh, if you call here, let me know what you think about the uniforms. Do you like City Connect? The Pirates are connecting with the city by winning. That's the most important connection you can make. By the way, there's a good soccer match tonight over at Highmark Stadium, 7 p.m. Pittsburgh Riverhounds in a big match against Louisville City FC, team that's won the uh, championship the last two years in the USL. The Riverhounds had them dead to rights last year in the playoffs, and they lost in penalty kicks. So that'll be a great atmosphere tonight as well over at Highmark Stadium. In the meantime, I want to remind you that Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Peters Township. Visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. Text the Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line. Edgar Snyder & Associates reminds you to text responsibly. Right now, Kurt is driving around Pittsburgh, and now he is on the show. What's going on, Kurt? How are you today? Good, Bob. How are you? Good, thanks. What's going on? Hey, well, first, I want to say to your point, I, I really like the City Connect uniforms. I think they're a nice throwback to, like you said, like the, the 70s with the, the gold tops and the, and the black bottoms. And especially good when they win. Makes it look better. Oh, no, no doubt about that. I think the Pirates are in an interesting dilemma, probably one of the best dilemmas that they've had in a long time with the draft. It, it, you've got you've got two points of view. you got one, do you want an outfield of Reynolds and Cruz and Sawinski, or do you want a rotation of possibly Keller, Skeen, Priester, and then some combination of Burroughs or Brubaker or Oviedo or Ortiz? And that's pretty much what they've got to decide. I'll hang up and listen to your thoughts on that. All right, Kurt. Be safe out there. Either or sounds good to me. I mean, if I'm going by strict potential and what skeins can mean to the rotation and it takes Keller into a two-hole and it moves everyone back and it makes it stronger, there's no question about that. Uh, but, I'm again, I just it's hard for me to pass up guys who, who – 
put together kind of careers that I think this guy can put together in Dylan Cruz. He looks like a, a like a Mookie Betts sort of player. You know, he can hit the ball to all fields. He runs like the wind. He plays good outfield. He's got a strong arm. All the things that you would want in an outfielder on an everyday basis. So whatever they decide to do, I'm sure some people will like it, some won't. But in the end, they're going to get really good player and who can help in whatever category you're looking to help right now. So uh, we'll find out. That's going to be a tough decision. Uh, they're going to – they probably still haven't made it, I would imagine, and they will as the week gets closer. Let's go out to Greg in Youngstown right now. What's up, Greg? How are you today? Hey, Bob. Hi, Greg. Hey, Bob. Like unis, I miss the gold helmets from like the seventies. I wish they would have brought. I wish they would have had those ten years ago. I just love those those helmets. Uh, with the draft, if they get Cruz right when they draft him, I'm peddling Reynolds, and I'm trying to get another pitcher. They don't need Reynolds then. Because if you got this guy as a superstar, why do you need Reynolds? I mean, Reynolds has been an underachiever to begin with this year. And if you could get this guy and he and he's a bona fide superstar outfielder, you don't need Reynolds. And you probably don't even need Hayes in the end. Start peddling these guys for pitchers, Ben, and let these young guys play. And well, the are you going to trust uh, Jared Triolos? I assume that's who you're trusting at third then moving forward. Well, I mean, Hayes hasn't done anything. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter well, Hayes anyway. Hayes gives you, gives you a tremendous glove. Uh, and I'm not going to underestimate and underappreciate that. That's very important at that side of the infield. Now, if you can well, hit, I, I don't know. I, I want to hit her. I mean, I don't. I don't think he's the answer at third either. But I don't think it really matters. I, I think Reynolds is a trade bait. Then once you get this outfielder, you trade Reynolds and you get a pitcher. That's what you do. You, you're not going to keep Reynolds in this guy. There's no way they're going to do that. I will see. That's an interesting proposition, Greg. Thanks. I know they're going to have these decisions to go at the trade deadline too, because you have a guy like, you know, first of all, there was. A lot of debate this week about McCutcheon. To me, McCutcheon's going nowhere. He's very much at ease where he is. He loves it. His wife wants to be here. I think he'll tell the Pirates, I'm not going anywhere. And if you trade me, I'm not. I just think he wants to be here. Uh, he's having a really good offensive year. He means a lot to that clubhouse and those young players. So I think that's off the table. But Santana's a very interesting situation. He's playing every day at first base. Now, G-Man Choi is about to come back this week. And he's a pretty good first baseman, too. And he's going to need places to play. You know, DH, I mean, you got McCutcheon, you can put – if you're not going to catch Davis, this leads to a problem. This is why I want Davis to catch. I want Davis to catch because he goes into a position of offensive need right now. And you're going to have to deal somebody, release somebody over there. I, You know, the bottom line is he's the most talented guy. And then you have Andy Rodriguez knocking on the door too. Those are your two future catchers in my view. So, therefore, if you have them at catcher, it opens up a spot in the outfield and or DH. And as far as Santana – I got to believe he's going to get – they're going to get some value for him. You might remember last year Quintana ended up getting in return Oviedo, who pitches tonight, a really good young pitcher it looks like, as well as Malcolm Nunez, who could be your first baseman in the future. Who knows? That's the kind of return you can get on a guy like a Santana, I believe, uh, for a team that really needs either DH or somebody to play first base. He's been really good over there. 412-928-9370. We got Tom, who's driving around as well today. Tom, what's going on today? Hi, Bob. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank uh, you for calling. I, oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, I was thinking more schemes. My, my nephew plays for LSU, and I've been following them pretty much um, this year. And watching uh, you know, all aspects, of course, it's a win-win situation, whoever you take. But I think pitching is uh, more of a key in this league now. Uh, you got to hit, but... Uh, it's a lot easier to pick up a hitter than it is a, 
pitcher, I believe. Yeah, you're, especially one that's as good as this guy is. And I think that's the ultimate decision that will be made probably because they're going to look at him and say, we don't get these kind of pitchers who come and throw the ball 103 miles an hour as much as he does. Uh, and if he can control his stuff and locate his stuff, he can be huge for them immediately, you know, very soon, which I like. But I think Cruz can also be that player too. Um, but you're right. Generally speaking, I think, and, and the Pirates are not going to spend a ton of money in free agency on pitching. They're just not going to do it. So if this is the way to get him, then you got to get him that way. Yeah, it's too high price, though. In a couple of years, look for my ne- nephew, Nate Ackerheis, and, and maybe uh, we'll be trying to draft him up. Our, Nate, that's an easy name to remember. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, Tom. Okay. <laughs> Have a good day. 412-928-9370. Calls are rolling. Let's go down to the bottom here. Matt in Greensburg, who joins us right now. Matt. What's on your mind? Hey, what's up, Bob? How are you doing? I'm good. What's going on with you? Uh, not much. I, I agree with what you said earlier. I'm I'm really worried that they're going to mess this Davis up. Um, I'm hoping that they're he's in right because they're slow playing, putting Endy a catcher long term. But the the biggest like edge you have is a power hitting catcher and. You know, I, I have no idea why other than if it's Andy. If it's Andy, then that's fine. But sticking him in right just kind of neutralizes, like, the, the, the edge that he brings. And last night, I don't know if you noticed, but, I you know, I'm glad they walked it off. But I wanted them to go to extras because they I pinched it for hedges and delay. And he was, you know, they, they were in that spot at Milwaukee a couple of weeks ago when delay couldn't be pinched hit for because he had pinched it for hedges. And they did it last night. And, you know, I'm glad they won, but I wanted to see, at least for an inning, to, you know, if he's, if he's as bad as they think he is. You know what I mean? No, I wanted to see it too. I did. Yeah, they won the game. That's nice and everything. But I wanted to see what, you know, because they forced his hand. And I give Derek Shelton credit. He wasn't, you know, he was trying to win that game. So he made the moves right. necessary to win the game, which and, is great. And, and with, with the draft, I'm, you know – with baseball, I'm, it's best player available. I don't care how many they have. They're not trading. Well, who is that for you? Cruz. For me, it would be Cruz. But, you know, I'm not going to pretend that I know the ins and outs of all these college and high school players. But, um, it's it, you know, if you want to be risk averse, I think I think Charrington does want a, a college player because going into his fifth year next year, I mean, there, if he drafts a Max Clark from high school, he might not even see him in the majors if he continues to – you know, not make the playoffs or whatnot. I think there is some pressure internally to where these guys are getting. I mean, they moved Andy up uh, pretty quick to trip away. They moved Davis pretty quick. So I think there is some like he. he I think he wants a college player one way or another. Yeah. No, I. You know, I, I like either of those guys, but you're right. Uh, it's whatever you do, it's going to help you sooner rather than later, and that's what I like. Right, the most but about I, I don't. I don't think drafting Cruz though affects Reynolds. Like you cannot. You what is your future outfield? What what is your, what do you think the future outfield should be? So what what I what it should be is uh, Reynolds Cruz fill in the blanket right. I don't want it to be David. I don't want it to be. I, I'd rather him fail. I'd rather him fail at catcher. I mean, he had a. It was a harder play last night at right, but he kind of botched it that let a run score. Um, I don't want it to be Davis. I just want it to be. I mean, a free agent. I mean, they still have swagger. They have. They have guys, but just because you draft Cruz, you do not discard. I mean, three months ago, the entire city was clamoring for them to extend Reynolds, and now it's 
oh, let's trade Reynolds because yeah. we're getting Dylan. That's, Cru- I mean, it makes difficult. no sense. No, see, thanks for the call too, man. I appreciate it. Good points, Matt. Um, I'm going to go Reynolds, Sawinski, and, and and Cruz. I do not want Davis to be an outfielder because to me that lessens his value, pure and simple. He's number one overall unless he hits 45 home runs a year. Why would you draft someone who's essentially a DH or a right fielder and maybe not a, a very good one? As opposed to having an advantage behind the plate that you would have on just about every team in baseball, a heavy hitting catcher. I I got to see him catch. I want to see him catch. I want to see him work his way into it. The only way you get opportunities is to get opportunities. And how do you get better unless you get them? 412-928-9370. We got Jay. We got Doc. We got Dennis. We got lines open. 412-928-9270. What number am I calling, Nick? 9370. 412-928-9370. I'm trying to race through this, and now I forgot the numbers. Anyway, you can also, if you want to, tweet at KD Pump. We can always do it there as well. Got some interesting questions about the Steelers on Twitter. I want to get to those a little later as well. All right, give us a call. We'll take a break. Thank you to PNC Bank. Thank you to Iron Rock Tap House. Thank you to Number One Cochran. Shop 24 7 with Expressway at Cochran.com. We'll be back with more calls right here on the Bob Pompiani Show Sports Radio 937 The Fan. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's a busy Saturday in Pittsburgh. You got the Pirates at 4 o'clock against the Brewers in a big matchup in the Central. Tonight you have the Riverhounds hosting Louisville City FC. Now that is a rematch of a conference semifinal. Riverhounds went to Louisville City last year, played a 2-2 draw, had to go to penalty kicks, and Louisville won 5-3. Right now the Riverhounds are the East leading team. They are 6-0-1 at home. You'll get a chance to improve upon that tonight. If you can't get there, you can watch it on Pittsburgh CW. And then, of course, you have the NHL trade deadline come and or uh, the I'm sorry, the draft. We had that this week, but now you have the free agent period. And uh, Kevin Weeks is reporting that Cam Talbot, one of the goalies I mentioned earlier as a free agent, is going to sign a one-year deal with the Kings. I would expect a lot of these guys like. Uh, Talbot, like uh, who else? Kadobin, Corpusalo, Varlamov. They're going to get one-year deals, kind of prove it to me and see what happens. What do they do with Tristan Jari? We will talk about that. There's a lot going on uh, in terms of conversation. How much is he actually worth and can the 
Penguins, who seem to really say that they would like to have him as well as Zucker back, I don't know, is that going to be possible? How much money will that cost? It's got to be on terms that make them, you know, feel pretty good. Uh, you know, Tristan Jari, there's a lot of reporting here that indicates he could be Carolina-bound. Uh, so Fred Anderson is heading to the free agent market. If he's wanting $6 million a year, that's just too much for me. I'm sorry, I can't do it. I, I still think he can get the job done here. I do, especially if they pay, play better hockey in front of him, and he's bigger in bigger moments. But $6 million is too much. What do you think? At 412-928-9370. A lot of people on the line. Let's get right to him. Jay and Wheeling's been waiting for some time. I appreciate your patience. Jay, what's up? Bob, thanks for taking my call. How are you? Sure. Thank you. I'm good. Well, yeah, I mean, back to baseball. Um, I think as far as the draft goes, a lot of Pirates fans aren't really realizing, I think, uh, the lack of depth in the outfield. Um, you know, I've been hearing a lot of people say, well, they got all these young guys. They got all these young guys. When I look at it, you've got Lonnie White, who's the 12th highest rated prospect in the team's organization. And he's an, he got an ETA here on MLB.com of 2026. And if you what does it say about that, Swaggerty? Because he's had some personal issues with his, his wife that I know he's taking care of. Yeah. I liked how he went through spring training this year. I thought he could crack the roster now. What do they have him I as? thought he did, too. I thought he did, too. And obviously, he's going through an unfortunate time with him and his family. Um, he's a 20th-ranked prospect, as I'm looking at it here on their uh, on their page on MLB.com. But to me, I, I think that means you just got to take the best player available, and I think it's Dylan Cruz. Um they're calling him a generational bat. And honestly, I, I have faith in Ben Sherrington to be able to go out and acquire veteran starting pitching. Um, we've seen the Pirates do it in the past and those playoff runs in the 2010s. And frankly, I thought Sherrington did that in 2013 when they won a World Series in Boston. The only guy he really had in his rotation that was an organizational guy for the Red Sox was John Lester. He went out and got veteran players in their mid to upper 30s that helped them down the stretch to win a World Series. I'll hang up and listen. I love your no, show, Bob, but thank you. Hey, thank you, call. Jay. Appreciate it. Um, I would agree with that. There are ways to, you know, even we talk about this kind of stuff. When it, you're talking about rotations in football, you're talking about offensive line. You don't necessarily have to have the all number one picks on your offensive line. As long as they have a cohesion, a chemistry about them, you can get undrafted guys. And certainly the Steelers have been in situations where they've won Super Bowls with an offensive line that you probably wouldn't think possible. Same can be true of pitching staffs if you get the right guys at the right time to plug in and play, and they do. So, that yeah, that's possible. Another reason why I like Dylan Cruz as well. I, I go for a bat like that who can play every day. He occupies an off-field spot. Uh, and for now, you're, it would be Reynolds, Sawinski, and Cruz. And if Cruz plays center, Sawinski shows me he could play a lot of different positions. And as much as I get down on him for his inability to make contact sometimes, he strikes out a lot. I still can't ignore the bat. Uh, the bat, when it's when it's alive, it, it is a run-producing bat. So, for now, that would be it, and that's the way I would go. But I understand Paul Skeens. I certainly do. Guy in California joins us. He's on the fan hotline right now. What's up, Guy? Hey, thank you very much for taking my call, Bob. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, Bob, first of all, I, don't want, to th- I want to talk about um, Riley Smith and, and uh, Stan Saver. Before I do that, you mentioned goaltenders. I think it would be it would behoove the Penguins to think of goaltenders as running backs. You know, unless you have a superstar goaltender, they're they're plug and play. Now, and I just want to say, you know, I want to, you know, I appreciate everyone's memories about and tributes to uh, Stan Saverin. You know, he was one of the few voices in Pittsburgh during the '80s who promoted hockey. 
and in the, the, they're during those dark ages in, between 82 and 89. And if you remember, that was a time when hockey in the city was only followed by a, by a few di- cult diehardists. But real quick on, on Riley Smith, you know, he, he's, he, the the Pens got a winner with Riley Smith. He's versatile. Um, he can he can play on all four lines. Um, although he's listed as a right winger, he can play as a left winger. He'll put he'll pot you twenty goals a year and and twenty assists. Um, but but he'll be he'll be playing for you. You know he'll give you. The Plus he's a shorthanded year. guy too. You know, and I know that's a component they like about his game. Mm-hmm. Guy, he can do a lot of different things out there. He's a very valuable member of that Golden Knights team. So I just wonder how that affects what's going on today at noon in just about eleven minutes. It opens up. We're going to see a flurry of activities, and I say flurry, not talking about the flurries or the furries or whatever. I'm talking mm-hmm. about a lot of activity here right at the start of this uh, uh, free agency period. So hopefully we'll have some news for you. But thanks for calling. Appreciate that. Thank you. We'll see what happens, and thank you for the great words about Stan. He was one of a kind, no doubt. Let's go out to Rich in Forest Hills. Rich, how are you? Hey, Bob. Nice to uh, talk to you. I got uh, two young uh, pups here in the yard with me, so apologize if it gets noisy here. I'm trying to get them <laughs> right. uh, used to one another. <laughs> but listen, I got to persuade you off of this uh, uh, Henry Davis rant. I think a lot of uh, players are drafted and either their bat doesn't make it to the majors or their, their glove doesn't make it to the majors. How many people have you seen, uh, how many shortstops have you seen that don't end up at short, for example? Now, that's not to say he won't end up as a catcher, but it, it, it's not a knock on him if he, uh, you know, is a big league bat, a big-time big league bat and doesn't catch. You need catching uh, defense. I mean, that's, by definition, that's why Austin Hedges has a job. You just can't. Yeah, but my, that my point from... to you would be if you have a chance to gain a massive edge with a guy who can catch and hit the way, it opens up other spots for other people. If you have to put him as a DH or an outfielder, I don't know if that's an, an, and I don't know if I would have taken him number one overall if that was the case. Because I, I envisioned, my envision for him was catching. And you have two potential good guys behind there with him and Andy Rodriguez. I got to believe he's capable of handling half of the duty there. Well, I mean, again, the story's the story, the jury's still out on that. But I mean, look at look at the I'm blanking because I'm distracted by these two pups. Uh, the the uh, the Giants uh, catcher. Uh, I mean, everybody wants Johnny Bench. They're hard to find. It's like finding a franchise quarterback. There, you don't find the Holmes very often. Okay. So uh, you got to take your chance, and I think they were smart to do it. And, it, again, you still, still haven't excluded him from being a major league catcher. His, his bat's ready, his glove's not. Uh, unfortunately, you know, How do we know that, a, though? Have you seen any indication of it at all? He hasn't yeah, well, had you, you, saw that in the, you, see, you saw that in his minor league play. Have Did you watched we? any of those, that box score, he, 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 he was not uh, throwing people out like he was. Nobody and does. His, Hedges doesn't. No, well, I'm not. Again, I'm not. I'm just taking the, the position of there's no reason to rush his glove. Okay? Because he's in right field right now isn't a problem. It, like, it would be like if Andy Rodriguez comes up and plays first base. That doesn't mean he's not going to be a catcher. You know, clearly okay. they need my, my only thing is uh, My only thing is that you – at some point, you have to trust him if that's what he is supposed to do. 
I don't, you know, oh, is I agree that next you, year? Is just, that, but at some point he has to go behind the plate. I got to see what he can do there. And again, if that's not his position and he becomes an ordinary defensive outfielder and only hits 20 home runs, that's not a good pick then, in my view. I no, got I I to see a bat I mean, from him that shows me that he's capable. If he hits that many, 40 home runs, fine. You put him anywhere and I don't care. But if he doesn't, he better be able to give you something from behind the plate. That's my only thing with him. Yeah, but I think he's a he's an above average pick compared to what this organization's done in the past. And, well, we'll I mean, see. There, there's just a we'll lot see. a lot of high picks that this team has made over the years that didn't even get to, through Double A ball. No, I get you. Um, I appreciate. It. We got to move along, but thanks for the call and, and good luck to the dogs. <laughs> Dennis in Connellsville. He's been waiting long too. What's up, Dennis? How are you? Harmerville, Bob Harmer, Harmer. Harmer. Okay, it says Connellsville here, so my bad. Hey, Bob, guess of each. Uh, here's the thing. I don't know what to think about these Pirates. I, you know, McCutcheon, I says, I don't think he can hit his weight. He impresses me. I mean, he's having a good year. I didn't think this uh, Carlos Santana was going to be any good. Again, he, he, they're doing their thing. I don't know if they're going to be buyers or sellers. More likely, they're going to be sellers at the trade deadline. I don't know what to think about this team. I want to turn 70 on August 12th, and uh, well, I'd like to see somebody win something. No, hey, listen, uh, they're lucky they're in a division right now that seems to be wide open. I don't see many teams making a legitimate run and moving away from everybody else. I thought I would, and I thought that team would be St. Louis, but they're really uh, they're going to end up being sellers at the deadline. When was the last time the Cardinals did that? So, you know, bottom line is they got to take advantage of being in this division right now, and if they are close – to being, you know, and, and quite frankly, the only way you're going to get in the playoffs, if you're thinking that, is winning the division. Uh, what team what team worries you or concerns you the most? Would it be Cincinnati? I, when I look at Chicago, I see lots of flaws. Yeah. Milwaukee has yeah. lots of flaws. Pittsburgh has lots of flaws. But if oh. you're in a position to win something, you never know. They so, lose 11 in a row, 10 in a row. I know. They're very yeah. hard to figure out. And then they go into hibernation offensively. But, hey, it, give them credit. They've rebounded here in this homestand by uh, a series sweep brought, already against it, it, a team that had a $280 million payroll. Well, the Padres are terrible. Oh, uh, Henry Davis. Hey, Bob, don't put any more pressure on the kid. Wherever he he'll do whatever he's telling him to I just I want to see him catch. i got to go to a break, but da- thank you, Dennis. And Harmerville, appreciate that call. But I'm just, I, you know, to me, again, I look at a lineup, and if, if you can get a catcher who can hit like that, that's a plus on everyone else in the league. And that's what I thought their intention was. I want to see him catch just for – I could see for myself to support what they're thinking that maybe he can't do it. I don't know. Um, but, you know, he's learning from a good guy in Austin Hedges. That guy knows what he's doing back there, so potentially that will help him as well. 412-928-9370 is the number. we got a lot of people on the lines. I'll try to bang them out as fast as we can here. we got Mark. we got Randy. we got Hawk. we got lots of others. Hang on. I'll get to you. Right now I just want to tell you that – Fan weather is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Summer is here. Check out Trailblazer Equinox and the all-new 2024 tracks online at sunchevy.com. Today, a mix of clouds and sun, 30% chance of rain. It depends on where you are. Tomorrow, it's going to have that same chance of rain, maybe increased to 50%, but it's going to be hot and humid. All of a sudden, we're back into summer now after having it in May, going away in June, and here we are in July First day of July, as a matter of fact, Bobby Bonilla Day right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.